Hello, everybody. Welcome to Show Hoppers Lost Season Two Recap. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. What's up? We're here <laughs> recapping the second season of Lost. Uh, I've seen it before, Mr. Sal. He hasn't seen it before. Uh, I've seen this now. season. Yeah, I'm sorry. He, it's first time <laughs> watching through the season. It's not my first time watching through it. And here okay. we are discussing our top five episodes, worst five episodes, and a bit on the deaths and our topic from the titles so we'll look at that mr sal another season of lost conquer just took another half a year six months <laughs> it's unbelievable it takes a long uh, time it's a long yep. slow 24 weeks but it was well worth it it was well worth it oh this was. season was so worth it so i'm glad Dude, i gave out i gave out eight tens this season I as well gave out eight tens. So look at that. Eight. So what's that about? Like one in three episodes out of ten. And especially a lot near the later half now. Yeah. And and actually I think there's only one where we disagreed on a ten. That means that I, I, I take that back there too. That's a, that, yeah. Right, that's what I meant. So the, yeah. we only have like nine of our I'll say it differently. Nine of wait a minute, what did I say? Eight tens? Seven yeah. of our eight tens are the same episodes. Yes. Yes, there. There is a good way of saying it. Good. Yes. So, they're there. We're in the books. We've we've made our ratings. We've di we've discussed uh, our criteria. What I don't know. Everything's in the books, Mister Sal. So, are you ready? So, oh yeah, as tradition, we must time each other. Uh, you get two minutes to talk about the given ranking episode. Talk about what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it, and then we must promptly stop at two minutes. Otherwise, the other person will um will uh <laughs> criticize them for such i've seen that you, you you've taken an average score oh you noticed yes <laughs> yeah. i did i was just, i was very interested to, to see of my season two average compared to my season uh one average and actually your average score was a little bit higher than mine yours was nine 9.13 mine was 9.09 .09. so almost exactly the same but that, but my average is way up from the 8.25 that it was. If you count sig figs, one. are they not the same? They are the same if you count sig figs. There you go. So sig fig wise, they're the same. Correct. Glad to hear. Now, <laughs> I I actually had an av a higher average rating on Lost Season 1 than you did. Yeah, substantially. Not sig fig Eight, wise, but yeah. 8.25 versus 7.96. So, yeah, well, there you go. Looks like this I'm is a great, great, uh, great uh, season of television. It was awesome. Would you rate the season a nine or a ten? Uh nine. <laughs> My average is all true. Okay, fair, fair enough. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't rate the ten. I, so, I'm giving out sevens in the, in the season. <laughs> so, so I just want to make sure. So we're gonna go from our the best of the worst. So in this case, we're gonna go from our ranked nineteen episodes. Yep. down to the worst and then yes okay okay i want to make sure on that okay so in that is case, that where you is that where you want to start yeah yeah that's fine okay or do you want to start okay. the best do you want to start the best no i i like this this is good okay 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 then i'll start off on my which will be my 19th ranked episode and so are this, you ready to time me i am ready to, i'm going to start timing you as we start on number 19 ready set Okay, my 19th rated episode is Orientation. Uh, this is Locke's episode. And quite frankly, I don't. this is the third episode of the season. I don't even know why this is ranked this far down. Like, I don't even have that um, 
<laughs> I don't actually dislike it all that much. <laughs> but when I look at the episodes ahead of it, I do like all the episodes ahead of it more. Uh, actually, one of those are kind of outrageous, isn't it? Anyway, I, I got to orientation. <laughs> um, you know, I guess maybe I think what, what was a big part of why this is a letdown comparison wise is that episode one and episode two are significantly better than episode uh, three, right? With the man of science, man of faith, the drift. Orientation's not as good. Um, it left with still a lot of questions. Like you see the tape, and it's like, ah, well, that's nice. You kind of been oriented. It's a Locke flashback episode, which means Locke's gonna be a terrible character, as always. So, <laughs> so you know, there's not, nah, is that's all I really have to say on it, all that much. Uh, we hear a bit more on the computer, and Said fixes it. I think uh, the best part about this episode, I'd say, is probably seeing um, the the people on their side of the island was Sawyer, Michael, and Jin as their prisoner. That was probably what I felt was the most interesting part of this episode. So that's it. I end, I end my I end my discussion. 123. Okay. That Sorry, was I short. To say. Yeah, I, I had not much to say on it. I can't remember it all uh, that well. Uh, well, you said most of what I uh, am about to say because, well, you tell me when you're ready to start the timer. Okay, ready, set, go. Yeah, my uh, number 19 is also orientation. So uh, I, I totally agree with pretty much everything that you said. It's just a little bit of a letdown after such a great start with Man of Science, Man of Faith, and Adrift. The flashbacks in this episode are pretty stinky. They're, they're, they're not, they are not the best. They are not even approaching the best. They're, they're a little dull and a little frustrating because it, it, he, Locke is hung up on anthony he's he meets this woman and and they they have a great relationship helen and uh they he can't he just can't quit anthony enough to fully commit to this relationship and and i was not very high on those flashbacks i did love the orientation video i, I thought that was extremely interesting uh and i especially since Locke watched it with jack and immediately after it was over Locke says we got to watch that again which is the, and Jack has the exact opposite response. No, we don't. Which is really funny because later in the season, in question mark, Locke will have the exact opposite response to an orientation video. Uh, so th there was that. And I do agree that the stuff on the other side of the island with the Tailies, uh, Michael, Jin, and Sawyer uh, was the most interesting stuff. I think this is where we're introduced to Anna Lucia on the island. I think that's this episode. It could be. It could be. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I have to say about it. It's it's a solid episode. I gave it a nine, but it's not it, it's not the best. It's my lowest rated nine, and now I'm done. Okay, one forty one. Yeah. More time than me. You you can go on now, Michelle, if you're ready to do uh the next number. We're gonna we're gonna move on to number twenty. Okay, you ready? I am ready. Then get going. Okay, this is one of the two that we are going to disagree on. Uh, my next two, you did not put in your bottom five this is episode 13 the long con i controversially and very surprisingly gave us the only sawyer episode of the season an eight out of ten wow i think my biggest problems with this episode were just the idea that the, the whole episode was I, I got it it's a long con i get it it was just it was a little too cute it was a little too gimmicky uh, they they showed us deliberately misleading information that uh, I, I always view this episode as we should be seeing this from kind of 
Kate's perspective if we're going to be conned because that's really who he was conning. And, you know, this, th- there's the scene with Jack and Ana Lucia where they're showing us this in order to set up Sawyer's con, but Sawyer didn't know that ever happened, which was ridiculous. And then I, I get more frustrated by this episode as the season progresses because Sawyer commits this like heinous act of stealing the guns, which is like completely like a, such a jerk thing to do. And, and like, a borderline like criminal thing to do on this island and well it is a criminal thing to do i would think anyway uh they they kind of ostracize him at the end of this episode but then he's back in pretty much everybody's good graces about three episodes later and by the end of the season everybody has the guns back and what did the season what did this episode really accomplish sawyer's back where he was the guns are back where they were and this episode really meant nothing that's all i have to say about it okay 142 Mm -hmm. 142 not terrible. Not the worst in terms of the timing wise. Your, your thoughts on the episode? Atrocious. Even though even though Mylon Khan is one away from being I was gonna say. Yours, your opinion though is trash. So <laughs> it's just it's just strong. You've you you've missed it, Mr. Sal. I'll explain it mm. once more. The point of the episode was that it was not just a like regular <laughs> con, but it was a very long con. The one that you oh. did not expect coming. Oh, Oh, well, hold on. Let me up my rating to a 10 then. Oh, okay. <laughs> which I, if I'm not mistaken, that's initially where you had the episode. You had it at a 10 and I talked you down to a nine. I can't remember that. I'm Before. reasonably certain of that. Not sure on that one. We'd have to go back and figure out. I don't know what episode that was in though of the podcast to listen back to. So I guess I'll just have to Maybe the, the long con could have could have been be, the long con. It could be that, but we can't have the confidence. You know, so it could be. No, it wasn't confidence, man. It was the long con. Could be. It could be a long <laughs> con. But in either case, Michelle, it's my turn. It is to give my number twenty. And okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Set. Go. Okay, my twentieth ranked episode is, and Mr. Sal does not have this in his list as well. Everybody hates Hugo. Uh, still, you know, it's not a bad. Like, it's, I, I gave it a nine. It's the fourth episode of the season, and I guess this suffers from the same thing. Orientation, the third episode of the season, suffered from. Uh, not as good as the first two, right? That definitely gave it some demerit points, but also a bit more to it. The flashbacks aren't bad. I actually do like seeing Hugo's flashbacks. Um, winning the lottery ticket, he's with his friend after he quit his job. He's kind of just living what he probably feels to be his last day of a normal life before he cashes it in and you know has fun. And that's okay. It's not the world's best flashback, but it's okay, right? It's not bad. Uh, but on the island, I don't really care about Hurley's story about trying to split up the pantry food. Like, I I understand it's a struggle for him and all this stuff, but I'm not I'm not that enamored by it. So like, the main story is the big reason why this goes down to uh how far it is down the list. Uh, there's still stuff that's across the island or whatnot with the the raft squad, as I think I used to call them. Uh, they're they're fine. They're good. They're still interesting, right? They don't exactly know what's going on in this episode with regards to them, but good, whatever it is. But that was always good. Uh, this, though, that it is where it belongs, and that's the end. I end my time. 123, again, you're very consistent. Consistency is my uh, forte. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. I think you have anything to complain about that rating, Mr. Stuff? Because you didn't put this in your bottom five. Uh, so, yeah, you're right. I, I'm not going to end up talking about Everybody Hates Hugo at all. I, you know, I totally understand why this ends up at the bottom of your of your list. And honestly, it's it's number 17 for me. It's number 20 for you. 
So it's not like we're all that far off anyway. Uh, I, I would say I, I liked this more than you because I, I kind of viewed it as a really, it's, I mean, it's quiet. It, it's not, it's not a, a big, huge ground uh, jaw dropping episode, but it's a, ter- I'm a terrific. I mean, a really strong character study for Hugo uh, with the, the flashbacks in conjunction with the main story, neither one of them is all that great, the the main story or the flashbacks, but the one in conjunction with the other is, I I thought, pretty special. So anyway, but but I don't don't begrudge you its place on your list. Yes, good, don't. Very good place on the list. Best place it could be on the list, actually. Um, Oh. In my opinion, I think you're wrong putting it that high up, but I think your entire list is list uh, is kind of wrong. Like it should be more like my list. Uh, oh, okay. In, in any case, we're still. It's honestly, <laughs> they're not all that far off. They're not super far off. Our lists are pretty similar. Do you have a what, what number are we on now? Well, I believe that now we are on number twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay, I'm ready to go, Mr. Sal. All right, ready, set. So my the 21st ranked episode, episode nine of the season, I gave it an eight, my first eight, actually my only eight. Uh, what Kate did. Uh, now this one is where I think we'll have the most disagreement on the worst ones because Michelle did rank this quite a bit higher than every, even, not quite, ranked it higher than even everybody hates Hugo. But uh, uh, there's a few reasons. So if we look at the episode before this collision, uh, where in which Shannon gets shot, that's definitely like, you know, we then get to the next episode where it's about Kate. It's like, yeah, not all about that, right? I'm not, I, so that, for, for example, the timing of this, not the best. Uh, in terms of what it does for Kate's story, uh, some of it's cool, like seeing the horse is kind of cool. We, you know, see her father and kind of understand a bit about her. So it tells us the most about Kate's past than any other of her flashback episode they've ever done, really. I mean, maybe her first one did more, but this one's done a lot. Uh, we even get to see, yeah, we see a real father and or so on and so forth. But that's, I mean, that's where I really stopped caring about it in terms of that. I, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to think about what else is super good about it. And KY is not that great. I know eventually, no, that's even collision. Never mind. Yeah, I, I know we see a lot of sight in this episode because, you know, he's just lost uh, Shannon, but there's, uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, a huge part of this episode is about, uh, what's it, Andalusia holding Saeed hostage, kind of, right? Mm, yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's all good, too. That's fine. It's not that great, though. And that's why I ranked it this low. I I wasn't about it all that much. So, there you go. I, I end my time. 153. Eh, get close to that time. But... Yeah, I, I think you're underrating that Saeed Andalusia stuff. That that stuff be. was, was outstanding. Was... It was good. And I, I think you underrate Kate's flashbacks a bit too. I, I think they are pretty good. You know, she goes in and sees her father and Saeed's on the screen, and we're going to see her father later in the Saeed episode. So, I like I, in retrospect, I, I even like those flashbacks even more than I did the I, first time. I think I'm not going to lie. I think you overhype whenever you see like characters in other flashbacks like that. Like instantly, you get so enamored by like the scene could be cruddy. But if there's another character in the flashback that's not really supposed to be there, you're like, oh, wow, though. But did you see that so-and-so was there? Right? Like, oh. Well, okay. I, I understand. Okay. I understand your point. But here's what I'll say in defense of that. My assumption is that this 
is all building towards something bigger with all of these characters being so interconnected. I think that the, like there's a reason that all these characters were on the plane together. But okay. I... Well, yeah, they all bought a plane prob- ticket. Yeah, thank you. I am probably going to be quite disappointed in that, that in that it'll never bear the fruit that I'm hoping it will bear. Although, if you subscribe to the Hurley is everybody theory, then that all makes sense. Yeah, fair enough. It could be, could be the case. But, he did hear that bird say his name. Yeah, I guess so. So I think this is the episode that we are furthest on just overall, not only the ones we're going to talk about. Yeah, because all of our 10s, we gave 10s. This one, I gave an 8, you gave it. It's the only one where we gave a rating just difference. That's not the only episode. No, it's not. Never mind. No, no, No. you're you're right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it is the furthest apart. Yeah. So this is our most polarized episode. So, yep. Sucks to suck. So, uh, you ready to go? Sure, I'm ready. (laughs) Okay. Then, ready, steady, fire. Okay. My number 21 rated episode is episode 11. the hunting party i gave it an eight this was another kind of controversial rating by me and i think there's a lot of bias in people rating this episode because of the one scene the scene at the the line where who the character we now know as is it tom friendly tom Tom? yeah tom the character we now know as tom who we then knew as zeke uh, kind of addresses them and tells them that there's a line here that you don't cross. Otherwise you go from a misunderstanding to something else. They captured Kate. Uh, they gave Kate back, but they took the, the guns from Jack and Sawyer and Locke. And that scene was spectacular. One of the most exciting scenes there had been in Lost up to that point. But that is the only scene worth its salt in this episode. You know, the, we have the Jack flashbacks uh, are mediocre. It's just, you know, him thinking he can save everybody again. And this time he fails and he he cheats on his wife a little bit, but he finds out that his wife was cheating on him a lot. And that's the end of that. I don't even remember what the side story was. I, I look, just looked at my notes and the side story, I said it was, Jin, Sun, Hurley, and Charlie, and I have no idea what that was. I think maybe Hurley and Charlie were listening to music in the bunker, and I think that's about it. So uh, the, the you know the trekking, you know, it seems like Jack and Sawyer and Locke and Kate are always trekking in some combination or some form, and Hurley too. Uh, but the, this one, this episode, did nothing for me outside of that one scene. So. It's number 21 on my list, and that's it. 158. Oh, ho, ho, ho. I was so excited. I was getting ready. I, was like, I bet you were. I, <laughs> I was bet getting ready. You like, were. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> but sadly, you didn't get it in time. Fair, so fair we're, points we're, on it. I gave that a nine, that episode. But mm-hmm. so, I, yeah. I can agree with what you said. But that, that one scene, though, Mr. Sal, is a pretty good scene. I totally agree. That's why I gave it an eight. I mean, without that scene, this episode's like a six, maybe a. I mean, maybe a seven. It might have been a seven. I've never. Right. I also think I liked the non-line scenes more than you did. Just like standard running around, trekking, looking for um, looking for Michael, scenes. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess you know when you put Locke and Jack in the same place at the same time, it's always going to have a certain degree of interest. I think maybe this this might have been the episode where I started to sour on Sawyer a little bit. 
beginning of the end for Mr. <laughs> Salad Sawyer's affection. Well, I I can't believe he was ever one ever my favorite character. <laughs> oh, he looked back now. That was ridiculous. <laughs> if I go back in time and tell younger Sal one thing, it's don't yeah. get enamored by Sawyer. <laughs> well, I'll tell you I, honestly, and I and I I've thought about this for lots of other series as well. I I, I think you can have a favorite character by season as well. So, you know, Sawyer was definitely my favorite character in season one. And I think that was totally legitimate. He was by far the most interesting character in season one, except for Claire and Walt who got short shrift in season one. So I can't really claim them. But anyway, uh, in season two, not a so much of Sawyer was not the most interesting character by a long shot. There were probably four more interesting characters that, no, probably six more. At least six more interesting characters. A lot more interesting characters. How would yeah. all that interesting? Yeah. Uh, except for the long con when he, when he did you oh know, get goodness. everyone right there. He did perform the longest of cons. So mm -hmm. uh, it was very, very long. I'm ready. You ready to go on to the next number? Yeah. And we're only two is... away. We're, we're, we're only two episodes from the bottom here. Or one, I guess one episode from the bottom, right? Yeah. How would you say that? Two episodes from the bottom or one episode from the bottom? I would say two, but. Okay. Yeah, well, this is the, the the penultimate episode, and I think we have the same bottom two, but in different orders. Yeah. So my I am ready. So we're ready to move on to number twenty-two. Tell me when. Go. Is this is okay? My number twenty-two episode is episode twelve, fire plus water, and wow, I'm just looking at my the four episodes I've talked about so, so far. I've talked about number 11, number 12, and number 13. Episode 11. Episode, uh, yeah. Oh, that was a dry spell, man. I was trudging through mud in that, at that point in the season. And uh, this is universally accepted as the worst episode of the season, but I found one that I liked even less than this. This is, uh, I gave this a, a rank of seven. <clears throat> I don't, I don't hate this episode. I think I, I kind of like some of the, concepts that they introduce in the flashbacks but i don't think they do a very good job of following through and executing with them i kind of like seeing charlie and Locke's interactions i think that the reason i don't rank this lower uh there's one episode i rank lower and i think that i i rank this one a little bit higher because this one I felt like had more relevance to the plot of the season, although it still has very little relevance to the plot of the season. <laughs> and it does very little to help Charlie's character. It makes, it makes us dislike him more. You know, the, the question of is he drugging or isn't he drugging just didn't really do it for me. And uh, it was even more frustrating later in the season when, again, Charlie got back in people's good graces, even though he had taken Claire's baby down to the ocean, he still was able to work his way back into the good graces of people. But even so, going so far as to kiss Claire at the end of the season. Yeah, this episode kind of stinks. I'm done. Okay, 149. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. And I agree. <laughs> I agree. In fact, I don't know what I'm going to say when it's my turn to say it. Uh, maybe, <laughs> okay. maybe I'll just what he said. Uh, that yeah. one. But in either case, I'm ready with my number okay. 22 bat. Ready, set, go. Number 22, my... Oh, and same way Mr. Sal had his 11, 12, and 13th ranked episode in his bottom five. I have the third, fourth, and now this one, the fifth, in my bottom five. My dry <laughs> spell much sooner than yours. 
Uh, it's <laughs> lost the episode, uh, the series title, and found. So Sun and Jin's episode, uh, it was it was a cruddy one. Uh, the <laughs> it was very bad, very terrible. Here's what, so the flashbacks. So, so the worst the worst part of the episode is actually Sun kind of looking for a ring stuff, right? Like I understand, yeah, she's you know, oh Jin's away, so on and so forth. So she's worried, but she loses a ring, and this is you know, her looking for the ring. Whatever, don't care. The flashbacks, meh, right? It you know, it's about we see both Jin and Sun individually. Sun's kind of we meet Mister Lee for the first time, and I guess he kind of becomes more bigger because we'll um see him later and whatnot. But it's them meeting, you know, sweet I guess, but nothing super super new really. You know, we see what happens later in the relationship. So it's just how they met. That's all it really is. You can boil it down to no, no, nothing else matters in that case. Uh, Bernard's and Rose's how they met is much more interesting. That in, in their stuff, they could do something like that, but it's just how they met. That's all it is. So meh meh. Only good part is like it is for these early ones. I didn't like all as much. The raft squad, right? Across the island. I mean, I can't really point to exactly for what it is exactly. I think probably at this point they were trusted. Maybe they were starting to trek out towards the other half of the island. But I'll tell you what, it surely was good. Because uh, basically everything uh, TLA's related was good this season. So that's it. Everything else, crud. I am I my talking. 147. Do you have any complaints on that? Nope. I'm, I'm I'm about I'm about to talk about it in my next. <laughs> I know, yeah. Well, I get. What number are we on here? Number twenty-three, the bottom of the barrel. The the literal ready? worst episodes of the season. Yeah, I'm ready. Yes, indeed. Ready, set, go. I have nothing more. So it's mine is fire plus water or and water, but I assume plus. It's a plus sign. I think we can talk on that for a bit. Fire plus water. Uh, episode number twelve. Uh, gave it a seven as well. Maybe I should have even given it a lower rating. I don't know. I really don't like this episode. Uh, Mr. I, I feel like I, I mean, I did. I gave it one slow. I think I dislike it even more than Mr. Sal. Um, but everything he said was fair on it. So I don't want to really repeat his points. So I'm just going to stop it here and go, there you go. 30, 30 seconds. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat. I have nothing to add. <laughs> yep. So. Alright. So this will be my last one. Or bottom, bottom episode anyway. Yeah. Hey, ready? Go. Uh, my least favorite episode of the season was And Found, episode five. I gave it a seven. Uh, same ranking, same rating that I gave Fire Plus Water, but I like this one a little bit less because I think this one has even less to do with the main story. And I'm, it, it's a, just, it, it's actually the third consecutive episode. And I guess not back to back episodes. Everybody hates her, Hugo was a nice character study for Hugo, but it didn't really do anything for the plot. This was supposed to be a nice character study for Jin, maybe a little bit for Sun, Jin and Sun, I should say, uh, and didn't do nothing for the plot, but this one didn't work as well for me. Probably because I keep remembering how awful Jin was in the beginning of this series and how he still has flashes of that from time to time. So it's really hard for me to buy into the, oh, they're so cute. Oh, what a nice love story part of it. They are so cute. I, yeah, I know. That's clearly what most people think. I, I just don't, I, I, I'm not, I'm not into it. I mean, he, look, he's a lot better than he ever was. Their relationship's a lot better than it ever was. Maybe since they got married at least. But this episode, just not doing it for me not into the love story and very little else although 
the main story was pretty good. The highlight of the episode was when Jin with Echo discovered Goodwin's body. That's the highlight of the episode. Otherwise, no thanks. I'm done. 135. Well, that's that's our that's our bottom of the barrel, right? That's like bottom mm-hmm. shelf lost. That's just the credit lost. Um, mm-hmm. but, but what matters more, Mr. Sal? What matters more than bottom shelf lost? Top shelf lost, of course. Top shelf lost, of course. Right? The cream of the milk, right? We don't get skim milk here. We get half and half milk. We just get the cream. We just buy butter because <laughs> we just want the good stuff on the milk, not the not the not the bottom stuff. We want the top, tippity top. And that's what we're here. <laughs> that's that's what we're talking about next. <laughs> our five to one, right? So fifth ranked, all the way up to our top ranked episodes of Lost, where. I mean, we kind of, there's a lot of greens here among our rankings, but yeah, actually, I just realized four of our top five yep. are the same. Yeah, know. and the one that we swapped out, we both had at number six, so. Yeah, so our so top six is the same. Yeah, so actually, and actually, the, the one that where we differ, we both picked an Echo episode, but we just picked different ones, and the other Echo is episode is number six for each of us, so pretty funny there's 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 a lot to be analyzed here uh, <laughs> i guess so possibly we'll see but yep so. i think it's still my turn right it is still your turn uh for so i'll go ahead overall. and start with number five okay and ready set go my number five episode of the season is episode 18 dave i gave it a 10 all of these in my top five are ranked 10 actually so this one uh, is, I just was super impressed with the consistency in the flashbacks and in the in the main story of Dave. Is he real or is he not real? Uh, and never even thinking that he was not real until once I realized it and went back and rewatched all the flashbacks, I realized that they were spot on and they made him not real the whole way through. And I never even questioned it until I realized that he wasn't real. That was very cool. I am kind of holding my breath because they do keep dropping hints back to this episode about the possibility that this whole thing is all in Hurley's head. And I don't know how I'm going to feel about that if that's the case. Uh, I'm open to it. I'm not shutting it down right now, but. I, I would rather they didn't do that. So they, they, they've got to really thread the needle to make me love that the way I loved this season. But regardless, this is a very good episode. The, the stuff with Hurley and Libby is fine. It's good. It's cute. I, I, you know, I didn't hate it as much as I've hated the other romantic stuff and Lost. So I guess that's to its benefit. I don't remember what the side story was here, but this, this one's mostly about the flashbacks, I feel. So, and the questions that it leaves you with, especially when you see Libby in the mental institution at the end of the episode, that is a jaw dropper. Okay, I'll stop there. Okay, one forty-seven. Okay, good timing. Thank you. Good on you putting Diva your fifth ranking. Kind of disagree with that, but I mean, we'll get to that. I'm I'm not that far off from you. Yeah, but you know, I think I think that's kind of a. Splitting hairs here. Splitting <laughs> hairs at this point kind of matters. So, but I'm gonna I'm ready to go here with my number five. Ready, set, go. Uh, maternity leave. My number five. Gave it a ten. Gave all my top five as Mr. Sal did a ten. Uh, fifteenth episode of the season, and it's a great. Well, first of all, 
the flashbacks are great, right? It, you, you, it's so this is the first time the flashbacks take place on the island themselves, and it is so good, right? You get so much information, and it's the first time you kind of think, huh, maybe these others are more than they shaped up to be in terms of how they're living currently, right? Like, you know, they're all dressed nicely. She's in a really nice nursery or whatever, right? Like, she's in an actual medical room and whatnot. And it's just super nice. We even get to see, like, Alex and Rousseau at some point. So the flashback's phenomenal, right? Um, this is also the episode away from the Claire stuff. So most of the episode, right, even in the present day, which is related to the flashbacks, Claire, Kate, Rousseau, odd pairing for all three, but whatever have you, go off and find that medical hatch and figure out kind of, oh, this fake beard. Or just, you know, just seeing them also exploring and whatnot. That's just so much knowledge gained in this episode, right? It's so satisfying to see and it's also satisfying the question, as Mr. Sal was more than uh, had himself, right? What happened to Claire, right? Well, she was gone all that time. Well, there you go, right? We get all our answers, or at least a good enough amount of answers here. And the side stuff, this is the episode, the Get Henry Gale, the episode prior to this. So it's all the stuff with Henry Gale. I think Echo kind of um, wants to talk to him, and you kind of think, oh, maybe she'll try to free him. But instead, he just kind of asks for forgiveness, <laughs> for killing his two men which is which is kind of ballers basically saying he's guilty but whatever uh so there you go love the episode it's it's you know this it's shift for a reason i end my time oh uh 150 wow look at that i thought did you forget to time it mr sal no i timed it i just okay. I, my screen my screen went into lock mode okay. so it's not like you forgot unlocking. you just made that up off the top of your no. head it, well, when I, by the time I got my screen unlocked, it was at 152, so I'm giving you 150. You, if you want 152, you can have it. I would like that, because that's when you stopped it. It benefits you, me you, more. All right, there score. you go. 152 you. it is. Official 152. <laughs> Unofficially 150, but for the, for the record, that's 152. All right. Uh, Are you ready to move on to number four? I sure am. Get it going. Okay. Ready, set, go. 23rd Psalm is... My fourth ranked episode, it's 10th of the season. So by episode 10, fourth ranked episode, that's pretty good. It was my top for a very long time. Uh, and it's Echo's first, you know, shortly after he reunites with the rest of the survivors, you know, the Taylors meet with them, we get his own bottle episode. And what a bottle episode it was indeed, right? There is just so much here that gets connected onto the island. First of all, his flashback is so interesting, him working as such an immortal character as like a drug lord, whatever have you, and his brother and how it turns to the, oh, it's the, also this plane that's on the island. Like, that's such a cool crossover and his connection to the island. Um, we we get things on, you know, Charlie getting caught out with his Virgin Mary statue and this kind of, you know, throughout the episode echoes super shocked at charlie for having the statue he knows his heroin in it how does he know all this we're kind of asking ourselves and eventually you know charlie leads him to the plane that i already spoke on so there's that uh side stuff for pretty gun this is before hunting party slightly before hunting party right yeah it's the episode before so that means michael is learning to shoot at this point whatever right but we know what that'll culminate to i'm trying to think what else really happens in the episode besides that i i can't quite remember i just know that charlie's uh i mean obviously claire's upset with charlie i, I didn't say that already but claire is upset with charlie for finding out that he uh has a heroin uh virgin mary statue not not the best look I'm sure most people get mad if he had that so 
that's uh that's all I'll say and uh in my in my uh speech on it. One forty nine. This is also the only episode I think in this season. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure this is the only one where we see the shadow monster. You're right. I didn't comment on that. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. We do see. Is this is this the only one? No, no, it isn't. No, no. Well, they blew it up. In uh, that, that was the end of the final. last season. Oh, you, I thought you were talking about the series, the whole like. Okay, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, season, season. Yeah, you're right. This is the only one we see. We haven't seen much of the shadow monster this season. No, doesn't come around that frequently anymore. <laughs> Wish it would write sometimes. I, I wonder if they just decided, nah, we don't really know where we're going with that. Let's just drop it. Yeah, maybe. Shadow Monster. Eh, someone else. There's another band of survivors that killed off the yeah. Shadow Monster. So that's kind yeah. Of, this uh, is a great episode, and this this is the episode that just barely missed my cut. I ended up putting it sixth, so it's very close. That's what the one you're about to talk about. Yes, vice versa for you. <laughs> okay, I'm ready to talk about about my number four. In that case, ready, set, go. Uh, my number four episode of the season is Question Mark, episode 21. So this is the other Echo episode of the season. I just like it a little bit more than 23rd Psalm, and I think it's mostly because of Locke. Because... Well, and the oh man, no, I love this episode. There's so much, there's so much great stuff going on. I love Echo's flashbacks because it's, it's his test of faith happens in those flashbacks. Is he has to investigate that miracle, and that the miracle it turns out was the daughter of what's his name, Richard. I can never remember this. The the palm reader. The palm reader. The, yeah. Yeah. The the from from raised by another so as soon as i saw him it's like oh instant nine absolutely (laughs) and then so i mean that that that's automatic nine and it only went up from there uh but he claims to be a fraud which raises all kinds of questions about what he said to claire in raised by another Uh, i hope we get more from that story but that was that was echo's test of faith and now he he gets a, a quest which is not so much a test of faith for him. I feel like it's more a test of faith for Locke. And we see Locke losing his religion throughout this entire episode. Uh, but to the point where by the time he sees the orientation video inside the Pearl, he, Echo says, we need to watch that again. And Locke says, no, we don't. This is all fake. So this is a turning point in Locke's character as much as it's a turning point in Echo's character. Not to mention the fact that it was Yemi's plane that was right on top of the Pearl. So that that plane that you referenced that that was such an impact in the 23rd Psalm. Stop, 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 stop. Really? Go. That was two minutes? That was two minutes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's the that's the first that's the first time any either one of us has been, been cut off. Mm-hmm. I feel terrible. Oh, you should you should feel really bad about that. I mean, I don't want to let you finish your thoughts because that kind of defeats the purpose. But I know no, but, I'm not uh, gonna finish my thoughts. But yeah, the plane is cool. Not as cool as the 23rd Psalm connections. I felt because we already knew about the plane by then. But that's yeah, a, but that's the thing. I feel like that the point of the connection is it marks the pearl. It does mark the pearl. You're right, but I don't think that's as cool. That could be a coincidence. Plane, plane landed around the pearl. Yeah. You know, it's a cooler coincidence. The plane being on the island. That's that's uh, a cooler coincidence. Uh, let me tell you, I, I know would the love tagline. 
Tagline for Lost. I think it's season six. Everything happens for a reason. If if we knew the surface area of this island, we could figure out what what's a what's lower chance. The chance of this plane landing on this island in general, or the chance given that it lands on the island, that it lands on this spot on the island. Now uh, I'm reasonably certain it's the, the more <laughs> the more unlikely thing is that it lands on the island at all. Well then I think I'll take the W there and we can move on to your what number it's, a, it's like compounding probability, right? Because it would be, but if I say given, so if you say a given, okay, then all right. you so you're starting from doing that, all right. So you reset yeah. the probability there. I'm all resetting, right. I'm resetting, yeah. I'm saying I'm saying given yeah. that we land on the island. But yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah, there's not a chance. <laughs> this is not even close. And so I will get I'm I'm gonna give you this. The plane was going the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how the plane ends up there. I don't either. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Are you ready for number three? What's your number three, Mr. Sal? Have I, have you started the timer? No, I have not. No, I have. My number three is the episode I have been waiting for for almost a full half full half year, almost a half a year. Maternity leave, episode fifteen. The episode that could not have possibly lived up to my expectations for it, and yet it somehow did. I almost feel bad ranking at number three, but my number one and two are just so good, I can't possibly knock them down. So I, I, have, to, I have to give this number three, uh, and it is everything I hoped and dreamed it would be. The, the fact that the side story is what do we do with Henry Gale is like... that's a main story but it's not in this episode because the main story is so good this uh, and the main story with these flashbacks it fills in all the gaps i mean i've been asking these questions for half a year and then they answer all of them in one episode oh and by the way it's a great character episode for rousseau not for Claire. I feel kind of bad because every time Claire even gets an episode, it's it's just a plot driving episode. She never really gets a character episode. So poor Claire. But you know, finding the beard and seeing them dressed up and living the way they do in this in this bunker is so interesting. And then to see the bunker abandoned is even more interesting because where do they go from here? That, that it could be another half a year before we get another Claire episode, and I'm just as excited for that one. So. I want to get down on my knees and profess my undying love for maternity leave, and I'll end there. Okay, one forty-three. You know, I, I uh, comment on that. Right, of just, yep. uh, I can't get over the fact I was shocked you liked it. I was mm-hmm. terrified of not level of expectations, <laughs> and after it did, I'm shocked another episode beat it. I know. What <laughs> alone I, I two have. <laughs> I know, I know, I, I am too. Um, and this, it might be one, who knows? I might someday go back and reshuffle these episodes. I did in season one, by the way. I'll announce it right now. I don't know if you noticed. I have reshuffled my season one rankings to put Raised by Another in the number one spot. <laughs> I think that's to do with that you dislike so you're bored. I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, Raised by Another. It definitely has something to do with that. But, uh, but on top of that, I feel like it is perhaps the most important episode from season one that uh for this for the plot going into season two except maybe the you know the stuff with the raft i guess and the hatch i don't know how much i agree <laughs> with that yeah, i don't know how much so, I so yeah i guess exodus, exodus is probably the most important 
plot. But I, I, I think Exodus has some issues that drive me crazy. So, well, uh, I'm just glad. I'm glad that this got the most, best of both worlds. Not only was it your favorite episode at the time, right, and it was yep. great, it lived up to the hype, but then you still managed to find more to love past it. So I know. Great, great to hear that. But yep. what I think is equally as good, equivalent to you, is my third position spot, Mr. Sal. Which is well, already... let's uh, let's talk about it, shall we? Ready, set, go. My third ranked episode of the season, also at ten, is the 18th episode. Mr. Sal already spoke on it, Dave. Hurley's second episode of the season, right? It's the second? I know everybody uh, yes. to believe it's yep. second. Uh, in which we see Hurley. So for, oh, the flashbacks are amazing because you, you don't really notice it until it's revealed because it's not, it, it's small. It's small, the little things. But if you rewatch the scenes, right? Because I going into it, I knew, so I was really looking for it. And you can tell, like, it's all the Dave always talks about food. Um, no one really talks to him. The one time anyone talks to him is the psychologist or therapist, you know, Dr. Um, I can't remember his name now. But Doesn't uh, matter. <laughs> yeah, he, ta- he says hello before he takes a picture of him. And you can very clearly tell the, by the way he talks to him that he knows he's not real. Right? He's just trying to do it to him. You know, keep the stick up for uh, Hugh, uh, um, for Hurley. And it's great, right? The flashback's magnificent. Eventually we even see um, Libby there. Wonderful. On the island, uh, well, first we get to see another food delivery, food balloon come by, so that's cool, and it kind of explains the lockdown a bit. Uh, so that's that's one. Uh, but moving on from that, we see just the, the, the Libby and Hurley stuff, not too into my stuff, and maybe it's because I know I, I I was I enjoyed seeing the Libby and Hurley things, so that was that was a great thing to see. And as always, there's more Henry Gale, and uh, this is where they um like have the ending right where they go oh by the way we knew you've been lying all this time we found the balloon we dug it up and we know it's you so team balloon that's great as well i end my time great episode 151 great wonderful great yes better it's than time yeah it, I, I agree it, it is a great episode that's why i put it in my top five uh definitely not better than, and uh, uh, look I can understand why you like it more than maternity leave. There was no way I was ever going to like this episode more than maternity leave, but, (laughs) uh, but I I did love this episode. I do really, I mean, I I really hold my breath about this. It's all in Hurley's head thing because they keep dropping hints about it. You've been Lindelof, right? I'm getting Lindelof by this thing. Okay. Are you ready to move on to number two? Hit me. Start the timer, Mr. Sal. Started. My number two is Two for the Road. That's the 20th season Analysia's episode. And boy, is it a good episode, right? Second Analysia episode. And also her swan song, right? Sad days for Analysia. Uh, I don't really know if it's that much of a swan song in terms of the way she acts, but nonetheless, uh, great episode. The flashbacks, amazing. This was the other uh, big character crossover one that I had uh, mentioned. Uh, when I was talking before, and Christian, somehow the thread between many characters uh, goes on, and we see Anna Lucia, see Christian, that's just all great, and we kind of, we're, we're really piecing together Christian's story through all the flashbacks he's in, right, seeing what happens as the generation, going to the bar, how he feels, all this stuff, great, he's basically just, he's part of the cast, oh, it's great, so, uh, that's great, the flashbacks, 10 out of 10, splendid, on the island, uh, 
we we come back from last uh, episode where they uh, Kate and Jack got caught in a net, find Michael unconscious. We come back, so we're we're you know we're hearing about Michael, and it's kind of you can't he's things he's saying aren't quite adding up, especially for maternity leave, right? Are they really just living on these shacks? And now it turns out everything Michael is saying is true, except he has definitely uh, been compromised. So you can definitely actually tell he's been compromised. And, you know, and of course, the ending, I guess, a side plot is the Libby and Hurley stuff, which is super great, I guess, you know, especially with what happens at the end. Great twist of, you could have maybe seen it coming, but certainly not to this degree of, Michael shooting Anna Lucia and then also shooting Libby, who just was at the wrong place at the wrong time, trying to get some blankets, and ends with Michael shooting his own shoulder to help Henry escape. And great episode, glad. And it's only number two, only number two, and my time. Stop! Oh, oh man, got you! Oh, oh, that's how I know I've done great. Oh, that that's was, a good. That feeling. was good. That that's was a perfect. Good feeling. That's oh a good feeling right man, there. not only, not only like. You should not have gone for the stop if I was going to be able to beat it in time, but sadly, you couldn't, you couldn't have known you were... <laughs> I know. That, was that makes honest. it all the worse for you, but all the better for uh, me. I so know. Just, You're right. So close. That's... Ooh. Now, Mr. Sal, I'll just never say stop when you run o- over time, and then you'll <laughs> just always seem worse than my time, because the razor-thin margin oh, just turned there. Oh, so, man. That was a good one. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. Well... <laughs> Is you may want to talk about your number two spot. I would love to. By that accomplishing of my number two spot. <laughs> <laughs> so, ready, set, go. Yeah, it's two for the road. I'm done. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I, it is two for the road, but I'm not done. It, it's same, same as Kurt episode number twenty. I, I just adored this episode. First of all, Anna Lucia is my favorite character for season two. Her flashbacks and collision were outstanding, and her flashbacks here are equally outstanding, if not even more outstanding, because she's with Christian. And I love the flashbacks for the sake of the, you know, the, the kind of the gimmicky uh, multiple or people in multiple people's flashbacks, Christian tying people together, even Sawyer's and the, these flashbacks. I also am very, very interested in. Christian's daughter. I hope we get to find out more about Christian's daughter, and I really hope it's Claire. Uh, and I, I hope we get to see Christian's body someday, by the way. I think that that would be amazing if Christian's body shows up, or if he's still alive on the island. I don't know. It does have healing properties. Anyway, it also, the flashbacks are also great for Anna Lucia, obviously. But watching what happens on the island is, in the main story, is, is the real bread and butter of this episode. The Hurley and, L- and Libby stuff it was fine for a while really elevated by Libby's death at the end like you said and that ending was such a shock to me I audibly gasped could not believe what I was seeing and was so sad that my favorite character is now gone I can only hope to see her again in flashbacks although I don't think we're gonna get many of them anyway I will miss Anna Lucia and that is all uh, additionally that I have to say about this episode. 148. Okay. Good time right there. Eh, Respectable. Not, not, not exactly two minutes. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Uh, so, yeah, I, I agree with you as I, as I just spoke on it. it. Two for Road deserves number two. 
But what gets number one, Mr. Number one. Well, I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, then fire. Okay, my number one episode is the season finale, Live Together, Die Alone. I was really hoping we would get flashbacks that did not that belong to somebody we haven't seen flashbacks for before who has not had a point of view up to episode up to this point and we did two episodes back to well i guess two back back not two back-to-back episodes one supersized episode of desmond flashback and the flashbacks were great introducing us to penny and the fact that she is somehow monitoring activity in this location and maybe looking for desmond and maybe she's gonna find him we don't know uh the fact that desmond got the his boat the elizabeth from libby of all people so these are really really strong flashbacks so good and then obviously the main story on the island is is spectacular you've you've got michael leading hurley jack sawyer and kate through the jungle jack knowing the whole time that michael is uh, an agent for the for the others and then in the halfway through turning on michael and thinking that they've got the tables turned because saeed was going to get there ahead of them and nope it's the wrong spot in fact the right spot is the tube, the pneumatic tube with all these notebooks and locks worst fears were not realized echo was right all the time that that observation booth was the observation and by the way you get this giant event at the end which i'm certain is going to bring another plane crashing onto the islands here there's just so much i can't even fit all this into two minutes there's no way i can fit all those two minutes so much good stuff it was everything i wanted in a finale that exodus didn't give me i got I'm fine with stopping yeah. there. That's, fine. that's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, save me some breadcrumbs, but I think I'll do. I think I'll manage. Okay. All right. So I'm ready to go. All right. Ready, set, go. And of course, my also favorite episode of the series season up, up until now, the series as well. Live together, die alone. Twenty three. Just as Mr. Sal. It's a great episode, and it's glad that the finale is the best episode of the uh, season. Definitely a great way to top things off for a season. That, that's great to hear. I guess I'll speak more on things which Sal didn't get into as much. So going back to Desmond's flashbacks, all great. Oh, everything this episode's great. I guess the worst part about it is like the sailing team, but it's so sparse that it's fine, right? Like I don't mind it at all. I'm not like upset when I watch mm-hmm. it. And even they get to see the 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 big foot. Is it mm-hmm. so? What happened to the rest of the statue? And why does it only have four feet? Who knows? Uh, so that's obviously interesting. But back on the flashbacks portion of it, um. We get to see all of Desmond's flashbacks, and we even get to see it once he gets onto the island, and we learn a bit more about the swan now. It appears the swan has met an untimely uh, demise uh, thanks to <laughs> Locke's actions. But even before then, uh, we get to see just this great, uh, you know, how Desmond and Clancy Brown, a.k.a. Kelvin, which that was great to see as well. We finally get to hear that snowman joke, but we just see the workings. Kelvin's still a bit of a jerk. And we even hear about a guy, you know, Rudzinski, right? He's done a lot of, th- he seems to be a real big know-it-all. He edited the film. He knew how to induce a lockdown. Uh, he was painting the map that Locke later sees, the question mark. So definitely, you know, it, it shows us a lot more even about the swan itself, even though it soon leaves. Uh, and obviously the ending for Michael's uh, 
you know, the team bait that went on there and it ends with Sawyer, Kate, Jack, they're being whisked off. Where? Who knows? Very interested to see how the others are now. They, they've The veil is being taken off certainly by the others and uh, the next season, I'm very curious to see what's in store now that three of our characters are being taken by the others. We haven't Time. seen this happen before. Time, ah. stop! <laughs> but yeah, Yay, what happens. you went over once. You went over once, thank goodness. I'm I'm really glad you talked about the Kelvin stuff though, because I, that's the one thing I didn't get to, and I'm, I'm really that was awesome. That stuff is amazing. Oh, great! By the way, I am am really embarrassed to, to admit that I didn't get the title of this episode when we first watched. I think we may have even talked about it and how it wasn't. <laughs> don't say don't say you're embarrassed if I also did not get it. No, uh, no, 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 I but I get it now. What so live live together, die alone means together we live, alone we die. Yeah, I get that part of that. I didn't get it. I still don't get like the pertaining part of this episode. Well, ja- I well, mean, Jack I know Jack sa- says it to him, but yeah. like, I mean right. Whatever. So so he's saying we're gonna go together because together with it's it's I think intended to instill a feeling of guilt in Michael to get him to change his mind. Oh, okay, fair enough. But no, I, I, I gathered that much from it, so I don't, I don't feel that guilt. I just okay. Uh, yeah. The title name, man. I mean, but you can, you can, you can see it, you can see it with Calvin and Desmond as well. You know, when they were working together, everything was fine. Yeah. When, they, when Calvin tried to go off on his own, he died. Oh. And we didn't, we didn't even talk about, I just got to say another thing too, right? We didn't talk about that whole, the book thing, Unwritten Friend or Oh, it, that, was, it, that was a really great little device. Oh, so great. So great. When she opens it, sweet letter. I right, listen, one, only one, maybe count as two episodes of Penny and Desmond already rooting for them. The, the <laughs> husband or the Denny, you know, whichever you want to go with them. Huh? <laughs> Denny's. It's, let's go with Denny's. <laughs> Denny's. <laughs> Denny's. Oh, so good. Like just even at the end, right? Oh. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonder, wonder if Desmond made it. You seem pretty confident. See, I am pretty confident that all three of them made it. Here, but if one me, of them died, I don't think it was Desmond. Well, let me take a sip of my Hawaiian punch. Or Locke. Oh, oh, there you go. You got it. But um, yeah. So we've also now, as different from previous renditions of the recap, we have some things about character deaths, some stuff about best and worst titles. The Title stuff a bit stolen from the Ozark podcast because we always rip on their titles. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why we're so picky on the Ozark titles compared to the lost titles, but oh, because I, uh, as I told you before we started the podcast, the lost titles are informative and they're very functional. They're not anything that is really spectacular. It's not. They don't go risky. Not, yeah. Yeah, risky. but they also aren't going to flop on many either. So. Ozark is the complete opposite. They are frequently not functional and frequently far too um, esoteric. I guess maybe that's the right word. Maybe I'm misusing that word. I don't know. Anyway, like they're, 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 yeah, they're, they're, they're too, they, they want you to do too much work to figure out why that title is the title. Hmm. So anyway, but lost, very functional titles, usually solid, rarely spectacular, rarely bad. So anyway so i know you put more time so i know i hit our titles from us so you put more titles than i did so were those because you were deciding between them yeah i was deciding between them okay i was deciding yep then if you want uh i will first reveal my worst title okay of the season now i sense that we'll have the same title i think we agree on this one okay okay 
And I would say, by far, actually, I think easily the worst title of the season is Fire Plus Water. Okay. Just because I cannot see how it relates at all to the episode. And I mean, just... Charlie burned, started a fire in the jungle, and he was trying to baptize the baby in water. I, okay. Okay, sorry. I get that part. I get that he starts a fire. <laughs> they have to use water to take it out. But, like, ah, it's just terrible. It's terrible. It's no fun. Okay. Part. What's your what's your worst title, Mr. Sam? Uh, I'm actually not going to go with Fire Plus Water. I'm going to, going to, going to go with The Hunting Party because <laughs> they did not do any hunting. They're looking they, for Michael. They're hunting for Michael. They're tracking yeah, him down. No, they're, they're not hunting Michael. They're searching for Michael. If they called it the search party, that might have been a better title. I but the hunting party. Oh, well, I'm sorry that you do. I disagree with your disagreement. But my my point stands. They did not do any hunting. And like that really, the, the, the biggest scene, the, the most important scene, the only important scene in this entire episode is the scene where Tom tells them you know whatever he tells them so could, i would have called this episode the line could, could, like could, could, could we call this like well could the others be considered the hunting party since they hunted down the survivors captured a no, michael no no they, they weren't hunted hunting. Kate, <laughs> hunted kate captured a kate no captured no, two people no listen here's the title of this episode to me the line okay tom says right here there's a line you cross, you, you cross it and we go from a misunderstanding to something else. Okay, so that's one important thing. But even in the flashbacks, at one point, Christian says to Jack, I think, that there's a line that you don't cross with patience. And Jack oh, says, wow. well, you would know that better than anybody. So I, I would call it the line. I don't like the title of The Hunting Party at all. It doesn't tell me anything about the episode. I mean, okay, a party of, of the survivors went out into the jungle looking for something. That yeah, happens every third, every third episode that happens. The hunting party, yeah. Maybe more often than that. Also, no, how this, many episodes this season have seen people hunting? This episode, the hunting party. Hun yeah. None. <laughs> lots of hunting in season one. Lots of boar hunting. Yeah, um, yeah a lot more surviving in season one. <laughs> season <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, we've got that down pat. Yeah, they exactly. Have, like, other things to worry about. Well, I mean, in in their defense, they have this bunker with a very well stocked pantry, especially if they're getting Certainly food balloons. Is. So by hitting the button, so, possibly. Which... Yeah, yeah, apparently not. But yeah, so this is this is not a good title, as far as I'm concerned. Fair enough. Well, all right. What's your best title then? How about you go? Uh, my best title. I'm I'm gonna go with Man of Science, Man of Faith. That was the first episode. Really? Of the season, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a bit I on am. the nose, don't you think, though? Listen, I, I'm going I, in that episode. Perhaps I'm going with that title because that was such a strong theme through the entire season. It's like they they set it right at the beginning of the season that we've got the 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 battle between science and faith is here on the island, and it is prevalent through the whole season. And you could even go so far as to argue, even though that's a Jack episode that that man of science, man of faith doesn't just apply to Jack and Locke butting heads, Jack, the man of science, Locke, the man of faith, but the man of science and the man of man of faith within each of their characters doing battle with themselves. So Jack's Jack internal struggle of science versus faith and Locke's internal struggle of science versus faith, certainly more present prevalent in Locke throughout 
the ser- the season. But I I love this episode title. I think it's so. Would you say on. in the in the Man of Science, Man of Faith War, the Man of Science won out in this instance of this battle over the season? Oh, so are you saying Jack over Locke, or are you saying Locke's Man of Science over Locke's Man of Faith? Just in general, the Man of Science. So I guess all both in that case, like Locke's Man of Science. So within within Locke, I mean Locke spent most of the season as the man of faith, and when he started to question that faith and had a, a, a I guess a crisis of faith and and started leaning on the science a little more, that backfired on him. So I think probably the man of faith within Locke won out. Oh, so I consider that a man of science victory just because it uh it got you know the game the good old one two. But I guess I guess whenever that wins, the button stops getting hit. So it's just bound to happen. Whatever, like. Oh, I see what you're saying. So, well, oh, okay. So, so you're saying because he didn't hit the button, Man of Science Man of won. Science. Yeah. Oh, but but now that oh, I see. But now I the button's been hit, though. Fair enough. All right. So 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 your my assumption is that he's still alive, and now the Man of Faith is going to be back stronger than ever. No, I'm just talking about for the season. That's fair. Yeah, like, I understand you what you're saying. Here. Yeah, I yeah, but the fact that well. the fact that the fact that we can have this discussion about this title throughout the whole course of the season, I think, is what makes this the best title. I'll give you season. that. I, I underestimated that title. That's a good title. It's a sleeper title. Okay. I think you also underestimated my title, though. But I'm going to pick okay. my best title. Okay. Uh, do you have any guesses? You don't need to guess. Actually. Well, I can tell you my two my two other contenders. Oh, I'm curious if this is one of the I, I, then. So uh, one of them was Everybody Hates Hugo, but I don't think you picked that one. Uh, and and the other one was Lockdown. Was that yours? No. no. Oh, okay. All right. I'll tell you what, before I tell you this, one, I'll tell you my contender for this one, but I, you did not put it, I guess. My honorable mention, question mark. Mm-hmm. Great yeah, that's a great one. Uh, that follows up, one. follows up, follows up. What happened? What happened? Right, you're just so confused. And the next title? Question mark. And also yeah. relevant to the law. If if you remember back to the the, the blast door, oh, that was question mark. And then yep. obviously we see the question mark for where the pearl is. So just uh, just a great title in terms of. It yep. seems you know if if you're scanning uh the season and looking, you're like, oh, well, the title's okay, blah 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 blah, and you get to that one, you go question mark what i did i remember saying exactly that (laughs) yeah it's odd but it makes perfect sense that's a great title so it's great for remembering what happens in it as well but my favorite title uh by a long shot is mr salas that might have that may have given that away oh no the long time oh (laughs) god so it it describes perfectly (laughs) what happens in the episode in which there's a con that occurs Multiple cons occur. Yeah, and listen. You think you found out what the con really is, but really, it was the long con. It was so yeah, you, everyone. The the real reason you're picking this episode title is just to troll me. No, 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 Michelle, Michelle, I don't think you get the title completely. The <laughs> you say that sometimes. I don't think you understand the title of the episode. I understand it. I get it. Why is it like so it. Right, so far down? I don't get because it. I don't. I don't like that. I don't like it at well, all. I think it's because you're the one that got conned. In. We have to realize that was part of I, the episode that you get conned. It's titled The Long Con. You were told it's a long con and you fell listen, for it. I understand the title and yeah. I will admit that I got long con, but I don't think it was fair. Well, I don't think they of, played fair. I mean, 
I don't think people con you really want to play fair. That's even part of the long. That's that's even shows you how much of a better long con it is. I oh wish God. it was fair. I can't believe I can't believe you picked this as your favorite title. This is my favorite title, the long con. Oh man. So I I I guess we can come to agree to disagree, but yeah, your your titles are pretty good. I like my titles a bit more. That's why I put them in my. Well, team. I, I mean, long you you would need to hear an explanation on lockdown and everybody hates Hugo for why I picked those. Why I would have picked those, but I'm not going to get into that. We don't have time okay, for that. Enough. Okay, fair enough. Uh, in that case, we can get on. So this season, we decided to also discuss character deaths. So of them, Mr. Sal graciously uh, put together a list of Shannon and Lucia, Libby, Goodwin, Nathan. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't think of it. I couldn't think of anybody else. Did, did I you? I, no, I'm th- I, I thought about it before. Oh, like... I mean, unless you go into flashbacks, but I mean, you can. No, talk about... I'm not kind of flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. Unless it's a very notable character in the flashback, but I mean, Calvin's pretty notable, but uh... he's in one flash. Oh, sorry, two flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah, but you, I mean, then we get into like, there are so many flashbacks. So deaths. many There's, flashbacks. People you, die, you know, yeah. Kate's father and Yemi. Jason, like, yeah, it's too Someone much. Someone dies in every other flashback. Like, yeah, it's true. We can't be doing that. So, so we got five people. And of these, we have the criteria of most shocking death, saddest death, character I'll miss the least, character I'll miss the most. Uh, obviously, characters can be in multiple nomination slots. So it's not like, if they're in one, they can't be in any others. So, with that being mm-hmm. said, I guess since if we ladder it, I'll go first this time. So, okay. my most shocking death, shocking mm-hmm. death, I don't know if we'll agree here, is drumroll please, Shannon. Shannon. Shannon's the most shocking death. The reason why is I think Andalusia and Libby obviously are the top choices here. I would definitely say Shannon. The reason being is you can tell Michael is compromised before it's actually revealed. Right? There are hints the way he talks, a bit of the way he acts, right? There are okay. hints to it. Uh, even to when he's holding the gun, you can kind of almost see it coming. The Shannon death is very, like, you know, she's just, her and Saeed are in the woods, or not in the woods, in the jungle. It's raining. She, she's Walt, she's running, and then boom, you hear a gunshot. And she's, you know, shot and then dead. Like, this is, oh my God, Lord. Like, this is, I think, even more shocking, right? In fact, I would say, dare I say, not even predictable. As predictable as uh, the Analysia death or Endor hmm. Libby death, so I'm assuming you picked one of those. Two. I did. I, I but I picked Libby specifically because hmm. I mean I was I was super shocked by Analysia's death. I mean, like I said, I audibly gasped. But I think I, my my shock from that was so much that I absolutely never saw Libby coming. I was like, oh my oh, god, they just gets. killed off. Yeah, they they just killed off Analysia. How do, I can't believe they killed off Anna Lucia. And then immediately after that, you didn't have time to mourn Anna Lucia because Libby's now dead too. It's like that. So now having said that, she didn't technically die there. So I, I suppose maybe. No, Shannon. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's, that's death. That's fine. Okay. All right. Good. Good. So, so yeah, that, that was the most shocking one to me. And, you know, before I forget, I, I just had a thought. Didn't Walt say, don't push the button? Yeah. I wonder why. Anyway, <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope someday we get a Walt flashback episode where he, we, well, we go through Walt all of you, Don't push the yeah. button. <laughs> they stopped yeah. and they would kaboomsy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> really. But honestly, like, I, I'd be so down for a maternity leave style 
Walt episode or a, yeah, see how Walt's yeah captivity really was. Yeah, taking his anyway, quote unquote tests. Very interesting. Yep. I would agree right. with your shocking death, though. But what is the saddest stuff? This we've got to agree on. Uh, I don't know if we do. Okay, so I guess my, we don't. Uh, my saddest death. I I said Shannon is the saddest death. Uh, you know what? I, so, what was your criteria for saddest death? Like character so, sadness or your sadness? N- not my sadness. My sadness is definitely Anna Lucia, like without question. But I that's see. why there's another category for the character I'll miss the most. I see. I see. So, so um, I guess I will impromptu change my answer <laughs> to Libby. Yeah, that, that was the other one I was thinking about <laughs> yes. because because I, I, I look I look at Shannon and, and I see I, I'm looking at what happens as a result of her death and, and you look at what happens to Saeed and what happens to Ana Lucia as a result of of her death and and that's what's sad you know it's it's she's gone this, there's there's a lot of sadness thereafter you know it's sad I'm, i feel bad for for saeed i feel bad for analysia that's what i'm talking about when i say saddest death so fair enough i would argue libby's the saddest just for this fact of well first hurley's not even done mourning right it was literally just the next mm-hmm. day they're out and about doing um, mm-hmm. team bait work uh mm-hmm. but besides that his is an act of betrayal right shannon's was an accident libby's was there's the guy that shot libby and he betrayed yeah your squad right and libby wasn't even the target right i mean right it wasn't a target per se but she had to go libby just got caught in the crossfire but he would have done yeah. it anyway i uh, that, it is that and that's and that's why I, I i went back and forth between libby and shannon i think ultimately i i went with shannon because it so severely impacted two people because you know it, there's all the the ptsd that i don't see it had from her uh, episodes with as you know being a police officer you know, where she got shot and then she killed that guy and and she went on this you know trip with christian and then which we didn't know about the, at the time but now she's accidentally killed this woman who did nothing wrong was totally innocent as far as she knew and it has impacted saeed's life so so profoundly uh, and uh, it, I, I go even so far ahead as to when they were team uh, seal team balloon and they had that conversation where you know, Alicia yeah. apologized. Yeah, I had it too. <laughs> so, <laughs> where where uh, Alicia apologized and Saeed forgives her, and, and and like so so that's why I I say Shannon, but I totally buy Libby as well. That's fair. Shannon's that's definitely uh, caused more waves, but Libby's mm-hmm. might have more to come. It is true the killer is not really with the group, but I guess nor mm-hmm. is uh, Shannon's killer anymore. So right, but she's around longer with the reveal. So. We'll see if Michael, if Michael does return to the island, mm-hmm. as you mm-hmm. predict. So I do. Fair enough. Okay, uh, so I guess we're on to the character we'll miss the least. Yes, and I guess and I have to go with this. Yeah. Now I. All right. So, do you? Uh, all right. Go ahead. Go ahead and say what you're going to say. Well, I'll say mine, and then you say yours. Okay, and then we'll okay. talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Nathan. Yeah. Yeah, I, so I, 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 I'm trying to figure out if it's if it's just cheating to throw Goodwin and Nathan in here, but certainly Nathan is the character I'll miss the least. Uh, I think I, I do think it's a bit of a cheat. So no, if I had if I had to pick one of the one of the big right. three, you're right. If I had to flashbacks. pick, I went there in flashbacks, but 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 that whole episode was a flashback and, and they died on the Island and, and I'm, I'm fine 
with that but i mean they were only in a, one episode each like i i don't know yeah. if if they really count i think if i had to pick between shannon and lucia and libby i'll pick uh shannon as the character i'd miss the least i agree i'd also pick shannon yeah i like i, like, I do like libby more shannon she, you know she, she kind of i I didn't hate her character. She felt the like neat or just like the super spoiled person mm-hmm. that's like I doesn't yep. do much. She started trying to do more was with Saeed. Mm-hmm. The, you know that she started getting more layers to her. But hmm. yep, Libby's Libby's certainly more interesting just for the sole fact of seeing her and Dave really amped it up. Yeah. Uh, now with yeah. also the connection she has with Desmond a bit with the boat. Yeah. So there's a lot more intrigue with Libby. So yeah, I guess Shannon's. It might also be a time thing, right? Shannon died a lot earlier in the season, so it's kind of just, you know, I'm used to this, whatever. Uh, I'll say this, though. that that I would pick Shannon because that's the only episode I ever really liked Shannon in. So. <laughs> <laughs> and it is sad because, like, oh, I was just I just started liking her, and now she's gone. Uh, but I, I, I'm not, I would, I didn't miss her throughout yeah. the season. So Fair enough. Yeah. Which brings well, us I... to the character that we miss the most. <laughs> this one I also think would be a... Well, I mean, I know no what your brainer. answer is. Yeah. yeah, no <laughs> yeah. I mean, we both said Andalusia. This is, this is yeah, not for sure. Story. We've gone yeah. on now. Literally, you, you touted your favorite character. Yeah. Um, I guess it's... Yeah, Andalusia just yeah. definitely takes the cream of the crap for yeah. characters that will be missed. All important uh, female character deaths. And very very interesting uh, especially in sharp contrast to everything we've seen on another show that we cover <laughs> so far <laughs> yeah so very very interesting to see that bunch of bunch of female protagonists um, i don't know if they protagonists but female important I mean, characters I, death yeah i, I don't know what's a protagonist they, counted I, as i don't know i, I Clearly mean they did have plot armor no, they did not. But she, <laughs> but I guess you know Shannon died in her point of view episode. I'd call her oh, the protagonist, and okay. Anna Lucia, same thing. You know, Libby. I don't know if I'd call her a protagonist, but she's more of a side character. But she, she won a ranking. She won a she won a TV time ranking. She 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 did. She almost won too. <laughs> <laughs> Should have had. Yeah. Oh boy. Anna Lucia. was such a good character. I, I mean two flashback episodes both tens i suppose echo has that going for him as well maybe even desmond if you count those as two episodes but analysia's uh character was was just so interesting to me and and it's so sad to see her go because i felt like she added a layer she added a layer to this season this series that it didn't have before and i think that's one of the reasons why i like season two so much more than season one is because of her so it's sad to see her go. Well, Mr. Style, maybe if that plane crash happens, we'll get some more new characters. We'll see how, you know, excitement's in the air for season three, Mr. Styles. And you I'm know, excited to get back on the last. I, I really am. There is still an Emmy nominee that we haven't met. So <laughs> <laughs> not, an, not an Emmy winner. We've, we've met both Emmy winners, but we have not met an Emmy nominee yet. So interesting. Well, Mr. Sal, yeah. <laughs> next next season, the premiere, we'll be talking about it next week. A tale of two cities, Mr. Sal. And I'll mm-hmm. tell you what, as well, actually, I already told you that, right? As per tradition, mm-hmm. it's very yeah. similar to the two premieres in terms of character covered. I'm not gonna tell you who's covered in it, who's the main character, <laughs> but I will also tell you 
you will, and I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. Centric to one character. Okay. So it's it, there. You go. You've seen the character before. Uh, been centric in other premiere episodes. So I don't know how you'll piece that together, but good luck. We'll see how this season plays out. I I hope. I don't know if it'll do well as well as season two. I'm not gonna get my hopes up, but I actually do think this nice week by week watching might do it well. And do you have anything else you want to say on season two before we close it in the books and never no, mention I'm, it ever I'm, again? Just, uh, thanks for introducing me to Lost. I, I've really enjoyed it so far. I'm glad that prior to me telling you about it, you never heard about Lost as a series and that I was able to <laughs> show you the wonders of it. Uh, I definitely had way, heard of it. Much the I same way had... I, I felt about The Leftovers. I had never heard about it until you introduced it to me. So Fair really, enough. you know, the same thing. Um I know you're a bit humble. You don't want to admit that you didn't know about it. I know that that's not actually the right word for humble. You were too <laughs> no, humble it's to not. Know about it. But you were too humble. Pro- you didn't want to. Pro- about... <laughs> it's actually the exact opposite. Proud. <laughs> you're too humble. Not, a... <laughs> you're, you're a humble man. So you're too humble. Okay. So yeah, it is what it is. And I I'm glad we get to put this in the annals of time. No need to be discussed yeah. any further because now we move forward on <laughs> a clean slate. Another half a year. Here we go, Mr. Did you just say clean slate? Clean slate, Might you say tabula rasa? Perhaps you could even say that. All the way back in season one, I'm shocked. Mr. Sal, why don't season one? We're on season two. Soon to be season three. I'm closing up season two. You're bringing up season one again. (laughs) Stop. Stop. We're going backwards. Think forwards, right? Now, that's another slate. We talked nothing prior, just forwards. It's coming next week. It's a tale of two cities. But you, the listener, please feel free to watch, listen to. We have other podcasts. Ozark. We finished all the leftovers in totality. Another Lindelof production. Spencer Sal rates it even better than Lost in its end. I think a lot yes. of other people rate it like that as well. But <laughs> so definitely listen to it. Reviews, they're sought after. Uh, five stars. Thank you very much. Share the podcast would also be appreciated. Reviews and subscribing and, you know, just keeping up. So thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with the premiere season three. How exciting. They come far and few and in between that the Lost actually gets a recap episode, despite being our longest running since the since we began <laughs> doing the podcast. We started doing Lost and we're only to season two. <laughs> so <laughs> let's see how it goes. So thank you and peace out.